But right now, let's get ready to transition to like another exciting topic right now. The Naismith uh, Basketball Memorial Hall of Fame has been announced uh, today. Uh, of course, I mean, it was all Mac. I mean, Kobe Bryant, I mean, uh, so sad still that he's not going to be there in person to uh, share this moment. You got guys on here, too, along with uh, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. You even got Rui Tomjanovic, who I think should have been in a lot sooner. It's been a long time coming for him right there. And I, and I say this for this reason, especially for a guy like Tom Yanovich. I mean, he's delivered Houston their first ever basketball championship back in the mid-90s. And that was largely in part when Michael Jordan decided to step away from the game. And all the Rockets had to really worry about was a hungry Knicks team that had a hard time getting over the top against the Bulls. Because like I was telling someone, I remember someone was telling me yesterday, I think on NBC Sports Network, they're replaying game two of the 1996 Eastern Conference Finals when the Bulls uh, got even with the Magic and they swept them to go to the NBA Finals. And I was telling them, I really feel like the New York Knicks, that Knicks team with Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, John Starks, you even had Derek Harper. Yeah, a lot of guys, they're real willing to beat you down. They gave the Rockets a lot more of a run for their money in that Finals right there. I mean, John Stark, everyone remembers in game seven, uh, where he just got cold in late in the crunching moments, ended up playing the championship slip away. They actually were up on top of them three games or two. Uh, Rockets uh, really did a real good job, and I think uh, Elijah made a key defense block at the end of game six before it went into game seven. So you saw all that stuff right there. I think if one guy out of that group, aside from the guys I mentioned, that's one guy I'm at for is Coach uh, Tom Yanovich. Like I said, he should have been there a lot sooner if you ask me. Yeah, um, definitely going to be pretty sad. There's not going to be no Kobe there to share it. Oh, I agree. You know, especially going in with players that he battled with, like Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett, and those Boston Celtics and Spurs. So I can only imagine the little, you know, clash and, and little funny jokes that they would have shared. And it would have been like the Michael Jordan, you know, how when Michael Jordan did it, yeah. how it was about him. It is, it is going to be about him now, but, but just in a different sense. But um, uh, Tamika Ketchens in the WNBA, yeah. I, I, that's really good uh, of her. She's an Olympic gold medalist as well. So it's, it's a lot of good talent in here. And, uh, and I'm, I'm uh, interested to see how it's going to be this year, how they're going to handle it, how they're going to uh, postpone it if it – if it's the yeah. uh, virus is still out, yeah. I, I just received an alert on my phone. I don't know if, if you saw it, but Trump and Adam Silver. Go ahead. Trump and Adam Silver are trying to get the NBA to start it back. So, like, it literally just came in about a minute ago. So, that'd be good. Or maybe if we can even have just the final, I mean, just the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, people just come in, it'll be good because it'll be pretty sad to not share this, especially with Kobe not being able to hear and, and not to be able to have a, you know, like a, a remembrance of him and things like that because of the virus. So I'm down with a postponement if, if that's what it takes for it to, yeah. you know, be good. 
No, like I said, I mean, we all love our sports, but, I mean, at the same time, too, I mean, you know, if you got to do what's necessary, the, the thing is, I mean, we're talking about, like, literally lives that people could probably, like, die, like, later on. I mean, it's like, you know, even, like, the idea of, I heard, I think it was Jay-Z, if I'm not mistaken, Jay-Z or Lil Wayne, I don't know if you heard this one, but they were talking about having to play, like, the NBA playoffs, like, on cruise ships. I, I mean, just the idea of trying to get away from, like, the audience. And like I said, I mean, social distancing. You try and talk about the sports that can pull it off. I mean, I have to think, too, like other sports. I mean, if you're talking about sports that can pull this off, I mean, we'll get to that a little bit later. i probably say boxing since it's one-on-one right there. I mean, you still got to, like, move around a lot more. It's not like you're with a crowd of people. It's just two people in there. You're minimizing the amount of people, baseball, and I'm not I'm not so sure about basketball. Basketball, that one's still kind of like a little iffy, kind of like football, if you ask me. But it's going back to the Hall of Fame right here, too. I mean, like I said, I would love to hear those uh, jokes right there and the shots, party shots by Kobe Bryant. Don't forget, Kobe Bryant was famous this past summer, like on a talk show. He was saying, like, uh, Shaq would just got himself in sh- shape. They would have probably, like, at least up to 10-plus championships. Saying that he said his shack was in shape, you know, been able to win like eight, eight to ten championships. Yeah. No, I, that's why. I mean, it's like uh, that was another a big what if right there in their career. But I tell you what, to this too, I mean, I, I was also posing the question: Who do you think like had the greater career as far as those two, as far as consistently? I mean, both of them played practically about two decades. Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan right there. I mean, look at their run. But I'm probably still edged out with Kobe Bryant, something for the fact that you were able to repeat as champions. The only thing is, I think Tim Duncan, from a leadership standpoint, you probably edged out Kobe Bryant more in a leadership role and more well-respected. You didn't hear much controversy. Because like I said, as much as we miss Kobe Bryant, let's be honest, he was not the guy that people were willing to warm up. He wasn't the guy to warm up to with people easily. You really had to, like, earn that trust with him. Yeah, that's like I try to tell everybody. That was uh, Michael Jordan as well. You know, man, he was, you know, when Michael Jordan was on his business, everybody said, man, he wasn't a nice guy in the locker room. And that's kind of like how Kobe was, just having that dog mentality, you know, that ambition to win, no excuses. If if, if I can work eight days out of seven, then you can too. Right. So, but I would, I would definitely say I get Kobe Bryant, the edge over career-wise, Tim Duncan, but Tim Duncan and the Spurs was they was more of a unit. He was the you know, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, but but it was more, and that's what, and you know, and that's what made it good. Because a lot of years, Tim Duncan took a lot of pay cuts to keep that in line, you know. So, and that's what made Tim Duncan so special that he was willing to sacrifice for the team, and you know, he was willing to do whatever it takes for the team. Kobe wanted to do it for the team, you know. So, right. To, you know, two different people, both of them greats, first without the Hall of, Hall of Famers. So, but, you know, Kobe just, he was an assassin out today. He was the, the best thing we've seen on the court since Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, just the only thing is, like I said, I think the only difference was, unfortunately, for that time when him and Shaq broke up after – trying to attempt to get their fourth uh, championship within four years. They pretty much looked like a soap opera. It didn't help around the same time, too. He had the rape allegation hanging over his head, too, right there. I mean, about a year prior. 
And there was like a lot of bickering too. I mean, throughout that time, I mean, Shaq and Kobe, it just wasn't meant to work long term. If you ask me, I don't care if they had to go back and and do that all over in time. I could still see a fact right now. If you were to ask me, they'd still some some they're going to clash at at some point. Yeah, two alphas, you know, two yeah. alphas, everything, and, and and that's what it was. You know, Kobe was coming in his own shell. Shaq had already came right. in his shell. He came came over there. You know, from playing with Penny, he was established. Kobe was established, but he was just, you know, taking off. You know, and Shaq was trying to say, hey, man, I've been doing this. This is what it takes. Shaq already knew, like, hey, I just had a situation in Orlando with Penny. So, you know, I knew it. But Kobe was exactly doing what, what uh, Penny did. Hey, I'm the, I'm, this is my team. I'm the Lakers. You know, like how Shaq said he said, Kobe said, man, ain't no iron team for this and me in this, you know. So yeah. That, that's how he, and so, um, uh, you know, Shaq showed him, left this, the, a year uh, right after one ring in Miami, and I think that kind of stung Kobe a little bit. But, but Kobe ended up getting the last laugh and winning two more. Yeah, he did. I, I still remember, too, in the press conference, like uh, when they were, after they beat the Celtics, First time ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he was calling out Stephen A. too in that one, too. He was looking for him. But, no, I mean, think about it, too. I mean, another thing you could also add to, like, uh, I mean, Kobe Bryant's career, too. I mean, that he he has that no one else could say in that franchise. His team was the only team that ever beat the Celtics in a seven-game final series. No other Laker team has ever done that. Magic Johnson's Lakers fell in some games, 1984, where they lost, I think, like their uh, eighth or ninth straight at that point. I still say, I, I, you know, you, you can't take it away, but the, uh, when they lost Kendrick Perkins, uh, it was kind of downhill. But, right. You know, it, they won it, but very <laughs> Right. No, but like I said, I think that it's just, it's just like I said, if you want to look for any other element you can add to his Hall of Fame career, he has uh, the thing on his resume that his team beat the Celtics in the seven-game series. That is huge right there, I mean, out of everything. But uh, let's also look at some of the other cans, too. I mean, that, that was a great uh, call-out, too, right there by the other person, the one uh, lady who went there, Tamika Catchings. Definitely well-deserved. I mean, also another one was just like Rudy Tomjanovich, a game-changer to her hometown in Indiana, delivering a title for the women NBA in Indianapolis. I mean, you also got Kevin Garnett, too. This is another one who I, yeah, who I found very interesting right here. I mean, this is a guy who was a grinder. He played a lot of years and one of the first players since Kareem to play 20-plus years. I mean, think about it. I mean, the thing is, I think I look at a guy like his career. I mean, obviously a great defensive player and everything in his career, but he obviously needed the help. I don't think Minnesota did enough to give, give him the help. I mean, you had Latrell Sprewell that one year back in 0304 where you won your first start playoff series. He could not do it on his own. But I tell you what, that trio with him, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, then you had Rajon Wando, Rondo yeah, as your uh, fourth guy. I mean, think about it. I mean, that guy right there was the epitome of toughness right there. And different historic franchise, just like Kobe, even though it was one of the only championship. 
I tell you what, it may not be as comparable to those Celtics teams for like the Bird Celtics or Russells. But I tell you what, if anything, what they did restore when they had that trio in there, they restored us not only Celtic pride, but a true grain of toughness in there. You, you know, uh, I want to say Kevin Garnett, he was he started in that era when it wasn't a lot of do-it-your-own power forwards. Really, he's a power forward. Then he was one of them that shooting. I remember him having a commercial, and the, and the commercial just, just kept saying 20-10-5, 20-10-5, That's when he was, he was putting up 20 points, 10 board, 5 assists. He was averaging it. He's one of the first big men to be able to uh, pass, you know, mm. be able to uh, see the floor. He did always have, like, a little decent team, you know, like like you said, San Francisco, Latrell Sprewell in there. But I think uh, the best, like you said, those Celtic days will be probably remembered. Everybody will know them, but them Celtic days coming in, what they were on a 19-0 streak or something like that before it was, it was snapped, came in there, and, and – I love the expression when he won. I still, yeah. I still use it to this day. Right. That when you know you work so hard for something and you finally get it, and and she asked him, she said, Kevin Garnett, how do you feel? And he, and he just created anything is possible. Yep. So like, you know, um, <laughs> yep. just, just show you, like, they, these three people took pride to put aside right. for one goal. You know, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, you know, life is short. I, I really do hope that him and Ray Allen, because that was one thing that Doc wanted at the time when we thought the NBA, when when the KG was going to get in, he wanted him to be at his ceremony. So I do hope that eventually they can mend that. But there were three people in there, killer assassins, wanted it. Neither of them was that they, they were all good. Paul Pierce was great. Ray Allen was great. Right. He was great. All individually. And they said, man, we're going to build this big three because they were the original, and we're going to do it. And they did it, and, man, it was some, it was some great years. I think they should have maybe won two, but it was some great years, though. It was some great years. Yeah, no no question. I mean, because, like I said, a lot of people will definitely look at, I mean, like as far as true, I mean, if you think about two, I mean, aside from Shaquille O'Neal making his decision to leave Orlando, come over to the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, at the same time, too, I mean, the Lakers were – they were still doing okay, but they weren't as relevant when Magic Johnson went down with that HIV virus right there when you saw everything. Let's face facts. I mean, that was a, a franchise that was needing some life pumped into it. Yeah, he did come back. I mean, one very last time in 96, still went to the playoffs uh, somehow, never missed the playoffs in his career, but – because remember, I mean, who did the Lakers go after first? They went after Kobe Bryant first, and then, then I think they got Shaq. I mean, pretty yeah, much. True. I mean, Jerry West. I mean, when you look at him, and he looked at Trey, like, yep, yeah. I'm just saying, Michael Jordan called him a brother. Jerry West called him like a son to him, no doubt about it. Yeah, I think this, uh, this is definitely a, a great Hall of Fame class that we got. One of the better ones. And everything. I just hope that we can celebrate this the appropriate way. So, good COVID nineteen, get out of here, man. Yeah. No, that definitely uh, true right there. But let's get ready to uh, transition real quick. We're gonna take a quick pause real quick here. Uh, just a moment. We're gonna come right back up here and give about one minute. We just gotta play this uh, real quick. 
this uh, sweeper right now before we get back into anything. You listen on deck on CSR. We're still staying live. Just give us one second here. Hey, stat heads, don't be left sitting on the bench as we bring you on deck with all your Chicago and national sports trending topics. He's got it. That's a winner. Here on CSR. They have to. Let's see it.